0: You know what really grinds my gears? Let's talk about that. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Triangle Squared. I'm your host, Brett Beck, and alongside me, Mr. Saw Bridges, bringing you lucky episode 47 lucky episode 47 what's that uh oh, winner winner chicken, chicken dinner. dinner that's that's right so what did that come from by the way was it's that because isn't that on Fortnite or, or, or that or that's on
1: PUBG, PUBG? but that's not that's not where i got it from um i mean it,
0: i've heard that before i just didn't know what made you I, spring the saying i
1: think it's a okay so i think it's a saying you use when you win blackjack and you get 21 um
0: do you get your do you get your earnings and the chicken dinner I that would be
1: tight i don't know but there's a really really good movie called 21 and it's about counting cards and that's what they use in there. Why like, do I feel like I've seen this? That Kevin Spacey is like the yes. is the teacher and stuff. It's yes. a really good movie. Um, okay. but yeah, got it from that. But you know, okay.
0: Well, that's cool. If you've never heard of us, we are Triangle Squared a PlayStation podcast, and you can find us every Monday. We post a new episode to YouTube or SoundCloud or any of your podcast services that you like at ten a.m. CST a PST and twelve PM CST. One of these days I'll get it just perfect. You know? Yeah, that's but, true. But <laughs> uh un- until then I will continue to lynch myself five times in the back as soon as we get done recording. But Saul, what have you been playing this week, good sir? Because I knew one obvious answer.
1: Have Monster you fiddled around with anything else? Uh besides Monster Hunter, kinda sorta. I got Celeste on my switch. Wow. Oh yeah. Super and good.
0: Celeste is the um the one that has like the weird strawberry mess. In terms of just remembering yeah. I, we saw it at PSX twenty sixteen oh wow um and it, obviously it's just recently come out like end of last year right right so i haven't played it yet because it's out on switch but i think it's out on ps4 just haven't gotten around to it because it's a super fun game been just um. uh, chasm is should be coming relatively soon i'm excited for that chasm uh yes it's a metroidvania that has uh it, it's interesting when you start the game and load the game you have one world but every world everybody's world will be different so it's kind of like sundered where it has a, an outline or whatever but then it'll fill in the um, it's it's basically, it's procedurally generated, but for a whole playthrough. It's called Chasm? Yes, and it's it's really cool. It's going to be, um, I mean, it's it's not going to be on Vita, sadly, if I'm not mistaken, but it's like a Is it on 2D Switch? pixel art. Not that I'm aware of, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't, you know, now that I don't have a Switch.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot you sold it to Blaze, yep. didn't you? Okay, well, now Blaze has a Switch. I could talk to him yeah. uh, about that. But, hey, this game does look pretty cool. Um, It's on Steam and PS4 um yeah i know it's
0: i think it's already released on steam or at least in early access
1: i don't know uh i, I don't know uh i've seen an article from 2013 though so i don't know what oh yeah the means.
0: game's been announced for a long time wow that's that's They've been five working years on it ago now yep
1: but other than monster hunter and a little bit of celeste here and there um really nothing else i was playing PUBG on tuesday and then my power went out for like 12 hours <laughs> yeah. so really though that's all i've been playing um Trying to think, is there anything I downloaded? Path? or I did. I don't. You can't download Path of Exile on Steam. It's just there to play. Oh, it's um, like an, one of those automatic download things or whatever. No, it's like you go to the page and you can't download it, but you can play it. It's like Dota uh, Two. It's like since it's made, I think made by Steam.
0: It's part of it
1: then, I guess. Yeah, or Valve. I mean, Uh um, I guess I don't know. I didn't know that. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know if it is part of Valve or not, or if it's. If I think it's, Path of Exile came to Xbox. It came to Xbox, but not PS4, which it should because it's a really fun game. Oh, we'll but see. I've been thinking about playing that's, that.
0: Path of Exile is like the Diablo style
1: dungeon yeah, call, right? Yeah. Diablo, it's uh, a but lot of Does people, it have some roguelike elements? I do not know. I've only. It says on my Steam account <laughs> I played 0.3 hours, which don't even remember playing it, but there so were. That's go. not even 30 minutes? Not even 30 minutes. Hmm. Uh, but apparently, a lot of people who liked Diablo 2 but did not like Diablo 3 because it was not Diablo 2 said that Path of Exile <laughs> and or Torchlight is the way to go.
0: Oh, Torchlight 2 is
1: awesome. Yeah, that's I think uh, that's free on Steam too.
0: But I still Oh, I don't that, that'd be interesting. I paid for it. I have it on Steam, but uh I don't know. I think I think, I think Diablo 3 think. is amazing. I mean, I get that Diablo 2 is that game that just literally people sat on for years, but I mean, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where who would want a sequel, and I know the groups exist, but why would you want a, a sequel to come out just to be exactly like the game that came before it? Yeah. If you're going to do that, just get a remake. Why not just be like, okay, well, you just
1: want to play prettier Diablo 2, then let's just remake Diablo 2, but that... A lot of people don't want Diablo 2 remade because basically the people who made Diablo 3 would be remaking it, <laughs> and it's... Uh, well, I, that may not
0: be true, actually, but... That's, I mean, yeah, that's potential,
1: because that, Blizzard's weird in that sense. But it
0: also could just be, but why does it matter? If it's, a, if it's, it's just a ground-up remake with new assets, then... The the game won't change anyway i don't
1: know i don't know what it is about diablo 2 people want to stay the same i mean uh, it's I got an it's... interesting
0: graphical style i still think it actually looks okay it's just got like a almost pixely art look you know just because when it if came out I,
1: yeah i mean people
0: still play that game daily
1: but know, i'm sure uh but what about you this week have you been playing anything other than monster hunter
0: yes shadow of the colossus i've now beaten twice uh on so i got new game normal and then new game plus normal and i've beat all of the normal time attacks uh now i'm going for my hard playthrough and once i get through with the hard playthrough within the five hours and 27 minutes or whatever it is i'm doing well I'm, i've gotten four of the colossi I beat in 33 minutes uh um, that's not bad yeah and they and each, they all have new sigils somewhere yeah so and and i've well, never hard played... mode
1: is hard mode's an extra sigil somewhere isn't yeah, it? yeah yeah that's just
0: me that's not time attack yet time attack yeah, i do have to do right so i'm working my way towards platinum on that uh, that game is just so cool still it is it's got i mean hannah was just kind of watching and we were like wow this is interesting i like what it you is. remember
1: it looking like
0: weirdly enough yeah yeah but at the same time the only moments that aren't are like the weird background stuff that you can't even go to like i shared on twitter my personal twitter actually because uh, that's what's connected to my playstation but a video of where you run up to a cliff and there's just a beautiful waterfall yeah i mean it is gorgeous and it was you can't even and it's multiple waterfalls. yeah exactly i mean like it was kind of there but the draw distance was so bad that you really just couldn't see any kind of detail yeah it was like real real blab but now i'm looking at this i'm like this looks phenomenal you'll never go there that just goes to show how much they wanted to make this world look really complete and like i say the game makes sense for that since there's not uh, you know you're never fighting multiple enemies at one time it's always one giant enemy and besides that, the only other things that inhabit the world are occasional small animals that you can only interact Lizards. with in very small ways because like one of the trophies you have to do is you have to interact with turtles, fish um, hawk, and the doves that uh, surround uh, the, the mono's temple. yeah mono's little resting plate thing yeah um so and I got that trophy so but that's that's literally the only other things that you can really interact with but one of the things that's pretty cool about Shadow that I don't know if you've seen yet uh, is that there is a new collectible that they've added in this game which is like a little I talked about finding the barrel from the last Guardian last episode Yeah. and in that same it was the first one I found in that same cave where that's at there's this little gold thing that kind of like when you're next to it it kind of like hums a weird tune Uh and you go to it and you hit R2 like you do for everything to pick it up Uh, and when you pick it up you go into your map that you can pull up and there's little clouds in the bottom corner that move
1: and, and kind of reveal an and area. It, and it
0: says one okay. and there's apparently is, 79 of
1: these. Oh no. That's and, too many. But hold
0: on. People have already found all 79 of them. Okay. And what it does is unlock. It, it, it shows you like an X or something on your map that may not be exactly right, but I'm fairly positive. It tells you where to go on your map. Uh, from what I understand, or maybe it reveals a light for your sword, something, uh, and you go, and it reveals a door that's at the side of the Shrine of Worship that comes down and it reveals a basement to the shrine that's got rock, uh, like a rock formation coming up in it, and a sword that's in an altar, and it's called the Sword of Dorman.
1: That game, that was definitely not in the No, no, game. no, this is new. In the original, I was going to say this is definitely new. Yeah, this
0: is new, but Here's my thing. Do you remember? And I'm not going to say this is exactly it. Do you remember back when they announced the game that Fumita Uedo, um actually came up or came you know out and said that he had sent off a list once he found out it was being made of what things he would like to add yeah, or change so this about is the probably game. Probably one of them. I wonder if this is one of them. Hey, get, it seems a little too it. weirdly ambitious. But I mean, it could have just been them. But it's cool. The sword. Um, the sword hurts your health regeneration but gives you massive damage output mean, versus anything else in the game so
1: i wonder you would probably be able to take down colossi with that then without actually hitting their sigils
0: i don't know if that's a thing cuz i mean you know story wise lore wise the reason you're hitting the sigils with the magic sword even though you can do it with other swords to be fair yeah. is that that's breaking the seal right which allows the the pieces of dorman to come out come out yeah um, I, i'm not going to get too far into that because that is technically
1: Almost How do you even spoiler that game ta- yeah, to an extent? But it's, it's weird. It's more so of the experience than the actual. Lore yes, it's
0: more about what's going on. Because I mean, I can tell you every little thing about the Last Guardian, but that won't change that when you play the Last Guardian and you do all that stuff yourself. Uh, as long as you're not just tr- looking for stupid stuff to to hark on the game about, you're realistically going to have your own experience. And, and right. just it's it, it the ending of these games are always so strong. Yeah. That's what sticks with me every time. Is that. It's- When it comes to the end, you're like, wow.
1: I can't speak for uh, Iko or for uh, Guardian, but I know Shadow.
0: Aiko's so cool because of the way that Shadow ties into it. Definitely when Kamita Ueda came out later and said that Shadow acts as a prequel to Iko and the world of Iko, And I'll explain that to you off camera so I won't ruin it for anybody who hasn't played any of these, but it's really cool. Uh, There is an Easter egg for Iko's secret ending, though. In Shadow of the Colossus, when you go to like the southeast part of the map, and this was in all of them, uh, there's a beach that you can go down to. that has got a watermelon sitting beside a log, and that's a callback to something that happens in the secret ending of Ico, uh, which leads to the fact that this is the same, same land. Same universe. Yeah, um,
1: that's really cool. I like it when games do that. Even
0: though this happens before, it, it's a throwback to this. It's, oh, this is the same area which is cool, Uh, but I'll get into all of that, and there's there's even theories now, even though he's not come out and said it's part of the same uh, universe or timeline or whatever, uh, that The Last Guardian's also tied into this overworld, Uh, and I'll talk to you about all that, because it's it's pretty interesting. But yeah, outside of that, that's pretty much all I've played. I have not touched anything else, even though I've intended to. Haven't gotten to too much more soul sacrifice, mainly because I've just been busy at work, and when I come home, I've been really playing a crap load of Monster Hunter and Shadow of the Colossus um anytime nobody's on monster hunter i was kind of stuck at Nergigante for a little bit i didn't fight him too many times but it just felt weirdly impossible so i was like i'm gonna take a break that's where i feel so like i know. hit the wall yeah, yeah. I, was,
1: I was farming legiana to get the uh to get my high rank legiana armor for my bow yeah so and
0: now that i've killed him there's a new set of armor i really want it's really dope looking but uh uh-huh. we'll we'll go into that we'll play that whenever you get off here for just a little bit enough to be him so anyway yeah. so i'll go ahead and move
1: into the drop. Sure thing. So we have Abo Kashim for PS4. We have Apex Construct for PSVR. Armored Warfare for PS4. Deadbolt for PS4 and PS Vita. Defenders Quest Valley of the Forgotten DX Edition for PS4. Conrad the Kitten for PSVR. Little Adventure on the Prairie for PS4 and PS Vita. Metal Gear Survive for PS4, both available at stores The most divisive
0: game of the week, I'm sure.
1: I'll I'll bring that up here in a second. (laughs) Pass Cure for PS4, available digitally and retail. Premium Pool Arena for PS4. Rad Rogers for PS4, digital and retail. Restless Spirit for PSVR. Run Dorothy Run for PSVR. The Station for PS4. Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet for PS4, both digitally and retail.
0: It actually looks kind of cool. And the Sword Art games have apparently... I played a little bit of them. They've been hit or miss for me, but... I was looking at that like graphically it looks good. It looks like it's got a really fun combat system. I actually may pick that up.
1: Huh. But I may I'm have torn. to look into it because yeah. I liked first half of Sword Art or First Book. First Sword Art, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have Symmetry for PS4, Tiles for PS4, and Xenon Valkyrie Plus for PS4. Um somebody on Reddit, I was reading uh like some PC gaming deals and stuff, and the beta came out, and somebody said, Hey, I'm about to try this out. He said, it may not be done by Kojima, but um, uh, at least it has the cool Fox engine. And then he commented again, responding to himself, saying, who the hell makes it until we have to run around a menu? <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> my complaint with that game. So, <laughs> um, Well, you know who does?
0: Linehead tsunami. Studios, the creators of Fable 3. <laughs> You Does Fable 3 do that? You I never, don't played, I never played Fable 3. Yeah, whenever... I, I can't remember exactly if it was like this, but whenever you went to your start menu or whatever, it'd load you into like a room, and you could like walk into different areas and do stupid, stuff. stupid no, Don't um, do that. As far as I remember, it was one of the weird things about Fable 3.
1: Because um, Fable 2 is my jam. Fable 2 is a fantastic game. But so here,
0: look, we'll talk... You can go ahead with anything you have to say. No, I was just
1: going to say nothing this week that excites me so much, but uh, we do have something we're working on. Uh... If you follow us on Twitter, you will have seen that we, are, we were thinking about replacing the drop, but on the poll, it actually was a lot more people liked the drop than to replace it, so we are going to keep it, but what we are going to do is that starting next month, whenever the PS uh, Plus games from March are announced, we're going to do a, a Discord kind of PS Plus gaming book club thing where we're all going to pick a title we're, uh, we're we're gonna pick one. Key. Me, right. me and Saul will sit down,
0: uh, and and once we get the Discord going, the specific chat for room for that Discord, we can talk about which ones everybody wants to do as a whole. Right. But the idea is for us to all have pretty much unhindered access to a game we choose one of the games that comes out as a ps plus game uh, and then in the chat we can all talk about it our experience of uh, whether we're aiming for platinum or not uh kind of just a fun thing to do that it makes a lot of sense for discord it's not really as good for podcasts but we will mention uh, every month when we change the game right uh so at the beginning of every month we'll talk about it when the game become free we'll talk about what game it's going to be and then we'll kind of move everything through there so we can all talk uh and some of y'all can intermingle like we already have with our discord chat um I think that's a cool way, and then we want to make it a separate room so that we can talk in a spoiler-specific fashion if we choose to. We may even make one that's spoiler-free and one that's spoiler for the book club. That way, people who do want to talk in a spoiler fashion can do so without unintentionally giving away uh, details. But what kind of started the idea... For me, is I was actually kind of thinking what I wanted to do because with, with Nat coming out as a free game for Plus this month, I was like, man, I really want, I'm going back for the Platinum. I have the Platinum for two. I'm close on this one. I'm going to go back and grab it. I was like, it'd be cool if that was just like something we did, like the Platinum Club or something, where it's just going to name a game that comes out and we can all try and Platinum it within the month. Uh, that's one of the PS Plus games. It's something free that everybody has access to. But right. not all people are really there to, for platinums anyway it's kind of a weird thing and if we were more trophy oriented even though we do love trophies podcasts, then maybe we would uh kind of like the boys over in trophy trust that'd be yeah. a cool idea for them i actually may send that to them but hey don't know Sign if y'all thought out. about this but it's a cool idea i think in in practice so or in in, in you know thought right in paper it's cool but and uh, we got hopefully get,
1: it's cool and a good idea you know we gotta get the discord and stuff set up so you guys stay tuned for that when the PS4, we will blast it out or when on the PS Twitter. plus yeah, yeah.
0: And we will talk about it when the month changes and we'll get the games. But that's yep. just kind of one small announcement. But Saul, let me go ahead and hop into the news and we get this episode moving along. Sure thing. Go for it. And I was right, by the way. So when you hit the menu, you go to what's called the Sanctuary. And it's like you run around. It's, it's really weird. That's dumb. So uh, super weird thing to do. Good, good thing to announce on Pet Peeves' episode. <laughs> uh, okay. So the first thing up is that if you missed the PSVR sale that was going on over the holidays, it's coming back. For two weeks, Sony will be selling three PSVR bundles for as low as one ninety nine ninety nine, just like last time. Uh, and that will be for the Gran Turismo bundle, which includes uh, the Gran Turismo game, the, uh, you know, head mount um, display and the camera, which are all, you know, which is necessary for it. Um, that bundle does include the original head mounted display. This is important to throw out there. Uh, so that means that the breakout box that happens, it's plug everything through. Uh, does not have HDR pass through, and that it has slightly worse cable management in comparison to the new model, which also has built-in earbuds. Um, so just keep that in mind. But it is a hundred dollars less, and it's a good way to get in at a low price cause that's. So can you replace the built-in earbuds? You can
1: put one through the line, I think. Okay. Uh,
0: but it just has them already built in, so it's better cable management if you don't want to use your own headsets. Okay, uh, I just
1: so- I would just think about like if those failed or something, like what are you going to do? Yeah,
0: I, would, I mean, as far as I know, yes, it would be something else. Makes sense. It's a cool idea that they're built into the headset, though. Yeah, uh, But the other two, um, let's see, are uh, Doom VFR and Skyrim bundles uh, included. And the Skyrim bundle includes uh, the headset to move controllers. I'm pretty sure the camera and the game. Uh, and it's $350, uh, whereas the Doom VFR version just includes the Doom game and the headset for 300 but those are both the newer headsets with the hdr pass through in the breakout box uh the sale ends march 3rd that's pretty cool i think i mean just because you're seeing them really try and get out there um and on that note going to move on to the next piece of news which is that we finally have a release date for the rick and morty uh virtual reality game on psvr Uh, this was announced at psx to be coming over it was originally i think htc vive exclusive uh it's made by alchemy labs the same people that made um job simulator in the upcoming I think it's vacation simulator right yeah that looks so great those games are fun they're goofy and whimsical uh, and being able to do that in the world of Rick and Morty is really cool but uh, two things the game is launching on April 10th for $30 $29.99 but alongside the digital release they've confirmed a physical edition uh, will be launched as well as an unpriced collector's edition that includes the game as well as a Rick and Morty pop figure don't know which one it is or what it's going to be just yet Uh, and an exclusive double-sided poster that apparently had like a book cover style for them that's so, cool that's cool i mean i think they're kind of riding that rick and morty hot pretty well i think accounting plus did okay uh which is the uh squatch games which is rick tied to rick and morty yeah. and justin Royland. um i love that i'm definitely gonna get these games because a i loved alchemy lab and all the quirky natures of what was in job simulator job in fun. the world of um rick and morty would be really cool um Next thing up, uh, this was extremely interesting surprise, but The Evil Within 2 has received a new update that has the ability to play the game, the entire game, in the first-person or switch between third- and first-person perspective at will through the in-game menu. The update is available now, I feel like this is a a something cool that you can say like, "Hey, look, we're so uh, you know we're consumer friendly. This is something that a couple people asked for, and it was something we thought we could do, and it's cool. And it is an interesting addition." Well, you
1: heard about like where this this Mm -hmm. came from, right? That there was a glitch. Oh, no. There's a glitch in but the But that game. makes sense. So they, the just, play first person. so they just ran through it and like, hey, uh, well, we're going f- to support it officially? I, I think it was originally intended to be in the game, and they maybe have taken it out or maybe it was there for developer testing. But when you could actually... Maybe you, like a
0: debug camera or something.
1: Yeah, like, like in uh, on PC, you could do console command and actually get it back in there. Uh, so I thought that was... that's It's, it's kind of cool they're actually adding it in. because Well, and I'm so sure much.
0: some of it comes down to just how well Resident Evil 7 has continued to do. That's true, too. And I think some of it comes down to Still wanting to a second game. wind. Because the game did not do very well at launch. It did not perform very well when it came out, uh, nor did Wolfenstein 2. So I'm sure we'll see some kind of weird Hail Mary that brings Wolfenstein 2 back into the limelight. This is a good time to do it, though, because what else is, like, right now... What other big, big game, besides Metal Gear Survive, which is you know a very divisive game, is coming out in this window until God of War for most people? Not much. So by doing this, you're ensuring that you have a small window where people are more likely to buy your game. Couple this with like a $20 price drop down to 40 bucks, your game might sell a lot yep, more. Yeah, that's true. So it'd be interesting. I'm sure, I don't know if the game is price dropped yet. I haven't been able to find that, but uh, that'd be interesting. I could see that. Another interesting take on things that I've never seen in a game is that tax season is here, and Rockstar aimed to use that as inspiration for Grand Theft Auto Online by giving all players who log in between February 16th and 26th a $250,000 refund, as well as a 10% rebate on every in-game dollar spent through that time period, up to $1 million cash back, and that is Grand Theft Auto money. Don't be thinking you're going to hop on this game and become a millionaire. I wish. Um, But then players can log in on the 27th to claim their refund and rebates, which will arrive in your Mays bank account. I love this. Between the 27th and March 6th. So even the game's government's like, hold up, guys. Let me get this. I wonder if the government's going to shut down the game. There's going to be a delay, guys. We're sorry. Knowing Rockstar and how how much they love parody, I wouldn't doubt it. That would actually be really funny. Yeah. I know people uh, People would be mad, though.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. But it would be funny regardless. Go so. ahead and shut that online off, and then we get Red Dead, too.
0: Yep. Uh, okay, so there wasn't a whole lot of news, so we're almost done. The next one up is at Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, and that was confirmed. Remember, Saul told you I was right. That's how it's pronounced, fighters, not fighter Z, even Uh-oh. though I'm yeah. sure that people are gonna continue to call it that. I've heard it already. Yeah. But, it's hard.
1: Um, I mean Dragon Ball Z, Fighter Z.
0: It looks just like it, makes it too. Sense. You yeah. see fighter in a huge Z you're like which I know it's stylized, but you know. So Dragon Ball Fighters, first DLC fighters, uh, have been announced and they will be Broly and Bardock. No release date's been given yet, uh, though there was mention that the next uh, Shonen Jump or V-Jump, one of the two, uh, will have it in its issue, uh, which is apparently supposed to come out on the 21st, so that's not far. Uh, so we may have a release date soon, if that's something you're interested in. I did see something that showed that apparently the online um, player base for fighters is falling, but I think that might have something to do with just how well Monster Hunter World has been oh, doing. Yeah. And then, of course, other big game releases like Shadow of the Colossus. So it's just pulling people away from it. It'll be interesting to see if that's a permanent drop or just a
1: temporary. If it can you know, maintain a competitive scene, I think that's what matters. Yeah. And which, when Smash comes out, I guarantee you nobody will be playing that.
0: We'll Smash, see. I'll say, we'll see. I'm sure it just depends. Has they, they, all, like that. they definitely have different audiences. Ooh, no, a lot of people who who, who play the Ark
1: System Works games Cause you know, like the Blas. Yeah. I
0: don't think the Blast Blue would bleed that much into. Well, what? no, no.
1: A lot of people who migrated from Marvel vs. Capcom mm-hmm. has has migrated to this game. And a lot of people who who have played Marvel's Capcom are also Smash their fans. I could see that. I could at see least that. in. This, but I in this also do think that there's a lot of people fighting, uh, fighting scene.
0: Yeah, but I also think that there's a lot of people, obviously, who would have bought the game based off of the Arc System Works previous franchises, like yeah, Blaze Blaz Blue, Blue. Blaze uh, Blue, whatever the hell. Blaze, Blaze. I don't know. I, I we looked it up one day. I still don't remember. what I don't is. remember
1: it is either. It's a fun series though. All
0: right. So last thing on the list and. Ugh. It's it's ridiculous, but a Spyro trilogy remaster may be on the way, courtesy of the same team that brought us the Insane trilogy, Vicarious Visions. Uh, a lot of our listeners have expressed that they want this game to happen uh, prior to this leak, but it's important to keep in mind that this is currently only a rumor. Though Kotaku says multiple sources familiar with the project have corroborated the information to be true. Uh, if true, that means that they will be announcing the remake sometime in March, which seems so weird. This se- this is an E3 megaton yeah. that. If this is going on, I don't know, and it seems too early to release because you gotta think about this. They ended the development for uh, Crash Bandicoot. Nice. Let's just say like May of last year, right. right? That's just a rough estimate. So, are you telling me that they had a second team working on Spiral already, or have, or in one year are they going to completely redevelop three games? Mm-hmm. That yeah, and I maybe guess that's maybe true. they will because apparently it only took about a year and a half or so for Blue Point to remake Shadow. Don't quote me on that, but I was looking at some stuff and it looks like they didn't work on it too terribly long. Um, which oh, yeah, is interesting because you're dealing with a game that's already made. All you're trying, all you're really doing is refining some things, changing a save system, be a little more modern and then re, you know, changing all the assets in the game. So if that's what's going on, then maybe, uh, but who knows? Um, other things though, is that it's supposed to have a release date of Q3 2018 with one source suggesting a September release month in line with Spyro's 20th anniversary that would be cool. Don't know if it's true. Um, sources also mention it will have one year time to exclusivity for PS4 before being ported to other systems in 2019 with them mentioning that this is also the same deal struck with the crash trilogy, which is in line with some reports we saw from, uh, the toy earnings call from those people saying that they had a deal with Activision to do their things. And that crash would be somehow in there. There was a leak saying that like crash would be coming to, um, Switch and PC, I want to say is what it was. Yeah, because no it was it was interesting that there was no Xbox mentioned. Um, it doesn't go that far on this one, but I wonder if that'll be a similar setup. But also, I'm just not quite sure that I believe this leak. It seems a little too good to be true. It seems like the fact that it's been leaked so easily and with a reveal so close. Something feels fishy about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, But I believe... I
1: hope it's not Skylanders, though. Yeah, I have two Spyro. things to say. I don't think it's Skylanders, Spyro. I mean, they, not the, the
0: report said it's going to be Spyro, Spyro Ripto's Rage, Spyro... No, I'm just the saying dragon. I hope
1: they don't use that model. Oh, no, I doubt it. Like, I, I, ugly I, model.
0: I don't know why they do that. That's a specific art style they're going for to keep with continuity I, of that and series. They, and, they, and it's very child-friendly. Th-
1: and they kept, they kept Crash the same in Skylanders, from what I from what I remember seeing on E3.
0: No, uh, Well, Skylanders Crash looked like Crash, but he still had a Skylanders look to him. Uh, Daddy, I thought when, when, he, when they trailer, did when they the did reveal. well when they did his when they did the yeah the E three that they showed of him it looked like Crash and it was classic Crash but it still had a slight stylistic change. Oh, I thought it,
1: I thought it was from going on memory of course. I thought it was the one we got in the remaster. No, it wasn't. Oh. But
0: um, but who knows? They even changed up a uh, neocortex a little bit for that specific series. But since this isn't part of that series, who knows? I mean, yeah, we'll that, see. It's it's weird, but I think that it, a it's possible because insane trilogy did amazing it did amazing so if you think about that they are looking they're going obviously nostalgia selling right now right but i think there's two things and this is personal opinion uh but i think there's two things um that made crash a success one of them which i think is almost fact but i will stay still opinion uh, is nostalgia is really strong in everything right now a lot of things are pushing and selling off of nostalgia so that's definitely one factor as to why people were so willing to pick up the insane trilogy but i think the second thing is that crash bandicoot is inherently a well-made game yeah and while i don't mean to say that spyro is not a well-made game it, it had crash camera. bandicoot outside of the very first game two and three still held up today as extremely enjoyable fun games the first game did as well but it just had more quirks right uh that were a obvious to old it school being, style things, yeah and a couple of like weird well. control issues yeah um but with that being said there were games that still if i went back and played the ps1 game outside of nostalgia's sake they also still played well uh I like I mentioned before I went back and played Spyro and while it's obviously playable it is far from what I would consider to be well rounded and still extremely fun so by I mentioned before that my worry with it is that they're in a between a rock and a hard place where if they like one of the things that made the Insane Trilogy so great to people is that it was outside of the addition to be able to play Coco on every game uh, for almost every level right that it was a completely unhindered experience outside of the save system being updated, which again, smart move.
1: Right, It's not
0: something so essential to the gameplay that people would be
1: mad about it. It was a quality of life.
0: Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, the camera and the mechanics stayed very similar outside of them having to make the jump animation as best they could between all three games consistent, which did mess with one a little bit. Uh, With that being said, though, I feel like if they did the same thing with Spyro and they did not mess with the camera people would not realize until they got it just how clunky it, it is and how it really was because it's a 3D platformer in an actual 3D camera control scene, whereas Spy- or Crash was 3D with a static camera. Right. So if they do that with Spyro, I feel like people are going to be like, oh, man, this game kind of plays like crap. But if they change too much of it and it doesn't feel like it's what people remember, now it's not, oh, this isn't the game I love. This is not classic. They tampered with it yeah, too much.
1: Yeah, I think quality of life improvements can be minimal to keep the classic feel but still be quality of life improvements over it's just going
0: to be a hard rope to balance on, you know. I, and I don't know how they do it, but they they handled Crash Bandicoot so well that I just hope they can give the same kind of oh, I'm sure treatment will. to Spyro and it ends up being really good because Spyro is a almost, great character
1: and I love those games. I would almost argue that Spyro's fan base is bigger than Crash's.
0: Oh, I fan base wise no clue. I'm not cuz they're I, they're very big fan bases. I, yeah. I'm not arguing that at all. Um but also let's just say it is a bigger fan base. That's that much more people oh, to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but Boy, it's also like that. that much more people to hell. Like, you know, to be, people be like, Oh my God, this game is amazing. I think word of mouth was also a secondary, like a, a really good thing for Crash Bandicoot. People were like, Oh my God, I remember Crash Bandicoot. And then people be like, well, look, we, it remade it and I played it. It's awesome. And then people go, I want to do that. $40 price point. Also affordable. Bam. This is going to get me into gaming. Right. Or this is going to get me back into what I used to do when I did game. It's like a weird nostalgia play, but in such a way that you can't even believe how amazing it looked and and played. Even down to how they kept the really quirky driving mechanics in 3, which I don't know if you've gotten that far whenever you were playing the remake. No, I didn't. uh, In in Warp, there's some weird driving mechanics when you're doing the uh, motorcycle uh, races. They're very odd driving, but they kept it, and it still pulled on people well, even though those were the things that aged the worst. Um, so maybe there's hope to be found yet I don't want to seem like I'm being a downer about it and if it's true I'm I'm going to be psyched I'm going to be ecstatic and I will buy it first day to support it and I just hope that it's really good that's where I stand on it but that is the end of the news so Saul let's move this on
1: to reader mail real quick sure and for a little bit of time constraints I, I mentioned it in the main tweet but we're going to answer three questions tonight and what I'm thinking about doing is banking the rest and if there are no news next week I think we could do a cool reader mail episode um, if that is something you'd be interested in doing, we're gonna do a little bit yeah, of we'll see. live talk here. What
0: news talks uh, what news comes up we'll kinda of just base it around that if we want to be topical and yeah. we'll have a little fun.
1: So I know you have one that's uh that was sent to us in Twitter messages. We'll get to that here in a second. Okay, I one. do have a couple of favorites. I'm gonna do a bonus one real quick. Our boy Brennan Winterstatter said, Why is Brennan or Brett so much cooler than Saul? <laughs> and it's 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 because he's hung out with me too much he's stolen it. He stole I stole my,
0: your cool. My cool.
1: I did. You did. You took my cool yeah. juice. <laughs>
0: Monster, a little, hunter reference. monster hunter
1: <laughs> joke and a little bit of did i tell you that i was extremely sad
0: humor. that it wasn't just called kool-aid just because i think that would have been funny i mean they
1: already have dragonite in the game that's they, they true when we were playing
0: when we were playing pants well me and him were playing and he and i just got into that area and he goes uh I was like, man, this hot thing's going on. It's like draining my health. I was like, okay, so there's something I got to do for that. And he said, yeah. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, look for a mushroom. I think it's called a cool shroom. And I was like, so not only is this called cool drink, but the mus- <laughs> and it's not called a cool shroom, it's called a chill shroom, Feel which true. is only mildly better. Which,
1: I don't know how to craft like a cool drink. Is it like three of those or something? Because I just noticed I Do you have auto craft off? I don't know. Is that an option enough to turn off?
0: Uh, it's, it's on automatically because as soon as I pick up the mushrooms, it automatically oh, makes Oh, yeah, up. I guess that makes sense because it crafts
1: honey and uh, mega mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, yeah. that makes sense.
0: So yeah, you don't have to do anything but pick it up, at least for me. So that's something that you can go and adjust on your own. You can turn automatic crafting off for some things and on for other things that you want. Yeah. Uh, which might be good for you because your bow, you know, it may automatically craft ammo you want it as you pick up though. stuff. See, I
1: think it has multiple choices to craft with. Maybe. Nitro shrooms and can, can craft a couple different things. Maybe. But- um, our first question is going to be uh, Ryan. He's going to ask us, "What is your favorite aspect or feature of Monster Hunter? What is it that appeals to you most?" Um, honestly, gameplay is my favorite. It's fluid, uh, and what took about three hours to get over uh, what I was like thought was clunkiness, but it's really just getting used to the game. Well, uh, and it's also it's about, satisfying.
0: Yeah, and I will say also with the gameplay, uh, when you think it's it, you think it's clunkiness, it's intentional. I won't say it's intentional clunkiness but
1: it's just the monster hunter. It's charm. very
0: specific to, it, it's almost like bloodborne, even though Bloodborne's quicker. So I'm going to say more like dark souls to so where sometimes you're weighty and sometimes you move a little bit weird, but your animations are there to make sure that they punish you for over, for abusing them. Right. Which so. is something I have to deal with. Like with their Gontes, what made him so hard Yeah. is that when I'm fighting him, the way I can get the most damage off is by using my charge blades file combo. But when I actually use my stored files, it's a, it's really easy to get locked into that animation once you get too far into the combo and it leaves me open for attack. It leaves me vulnerable. So I have, that's, I've had to play it cool and try and wait till time that comes down. But uh, I would say my favorite thing about the game, as much as I love the gameplay is, and I guess this ties in intrinsically to gameplay, the experience as a whole. Um, but it's the way the world interacts with itself. Okay. In, in every way. Like, when you... And this is early game, so this is not, like, a spoiler or anything. It's one of the first uh, creatures yeah, you fight. I had. was making sure. Uh, the Jogras, as soon as you come at jaggers whatever it's called, um, like, you'll see it come out of its cave and eat some of the other livestock, and then it'll,
1: uh, you know... That's part of his lore.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love it, because, yeah. like, you see him do it, he's affected by it immediately, uh, and then so you're like, okay, that's cool. That's some interconnectivity, right? You know, right? if
1: you shoot his stomach, he throws up.
0: Yeah. I, exa- that's what I mean. It's every bit cool. details, man. <laughs> details when Attention they walk in detail. muddy like when they walk in muddy areas that would leave a footprint there's it, a footprint it, when it's on a yeah. rock area where it's not necessarily for sure
1: it's an actual imprint on Yeah, the rock.
0: It's, or, or like a scar or a scratch stuff like yeah. that's really cool so it's like small details to make the world feel interconnected and, and real because uh, like, one of the things I love the most is when you're in certain areas looking at things that would actually realistically work like in the opening area in the ancient forest you can shoot the rock and the rock will fall down and you can use that to your advantage right? Uh, that's just a cool weird thing the fact that monsters come up to each other and will fight each other they get in similar areas have a turf war if it's in their turf if it's in their home yeah yeah. have a turf war and how that would really happen in nature right i love that the game is all about letting the world work with itself
1: right and see that's that's with with gameplay it's it's just so much about how everything it can work so fluidly and how you know i'm maining a bow right now but i've also mained a charge blade an insect glaive and a great sword and um uh, the Proto Commission X, I forgot what yeah, that. Yeah. that is. That is Blade, never mind. Um, yeah, it's Blade. Yeah, it's super fun, and there's a it's lot of like variety. small stuff
0: like Dung Beetles, actually looking and like being close to Dung, and rolling roll around yeah, little Dung. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Like yeah. you know, I don't know what it is, and it's, it's weird and small, but I love it.
1: It's replaced that Destiny itch that I've had of a good game that is grindy, yet there is it's rewarding. There's a satisfaction
0: to the yeah, grind. And, that, yeah.
1: and that's exactly what it is.
0: So yeah, that, that's definitely where mine's at.
1: Our second question is... Let me go ahead and pick one. I'm going to pick a random. Uh, No Fate, one of our our, our boys, Sean, he said, did you guys watch Altered Carbon? Altered Carbon. I don't know why I can't speak. I can speak tonight. Can't speak. On Netflix. Um, Not yet. I've heard good things about it. I actually almost got read the book uh, like a year ago or a little bit longer. Um, Super cool premise. I did, I say I didn't watch it, but I did fall asleep watching Cloverfield Paradox, and I woke up and that was playing for some reason, and I was kind of weirded <laughs> out by it. So. Netflix was like, if you want to watch one Netflix exclusive, watch another. Yeah, so I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard good things about it. But same. Right-
0: yeah, same. Uh, one of my buddies at work, Mario, he mentioned that he watched it and he loved it. And I, think, I, I remember seeing the previews and how cool the concept was. I think it's a great idea, and I think it's really cool. Uh, so I have intentions to watch it, but right now I'm still kind of uh, in the path And trying to finish Boy Meets World, so that's where I stand on the TV. i finished Boy Meets World before. It's not my first time, so don't jump on me for not knowing about
1: Corey and Topanga's love. I know. I was going to say, yeah, you better. And our last question is, our boy El Chabib. he said, gaming magazines, what is your favorite old or new? Do you subscribe to any? And then he goes on to say that he liked EGM before they shut down and that it was always nice flipping through the pages and reading the articles, which... Is pretty cool. Um I'm subscribed to Game Informer only because it's it goes with GameStop <laughs> and I have like their pro rewards. It's not Elite Rewards, is it? Yeah, it's just Pro Rewards. Okay, yeah. So I have their pro rewards. Uh I have a couple of buddies that work at GameStop, so I don't really let that thing run out since I do shop there a good amount. But um other than that though, Game Informer, I don't read it anymore. Really they're just kinda table pieces in my apartment. Uh but back when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, I did read almost everyone that came out, I read every review of them, that was in there. Oh, and, Game Informer, yeah, yeah, for Game Informer, yeah, and, and
0: I did too. There came a point where once the internet started taking over, because that's the same for me, right? See, even then, I just still read the Game Informers, like, well, but I mean, but now the yeah. the internet's so much quicker than Game Informer. Game Informer still gets cool exclusives, and I will say, if there's a game I really, really am interested in, I'll either read Game Informer or go to the site, one of the two, because I get the Game Informers for the same reason I have the card, and it benefits me enough to where I'm like, eh. Like normally, I pay for my renewal with the points I've earned, so it's not even costing
1: me anything at oh, this see, point I, I just use those for random games i buy i do too for, sometimes for coupons but or
0: whatever point, sometimes if it comes time to renew and i have the points i'm like that's still on there but yeah i mean i don't really deal with them anymore one of the things for me is that growing up is really hard for me to get those cards i couldn't afford them so i did not have my own until i was actually like 17 and was working I worked at GameStop uh, and i bought one there because it helped me gave me more discount uh alongside my employee discount and it was just good because i bought a, a lot of used games because i was still broke and young um and I always love the Game Informer stuff there and I remember like Game Informer was still pretty like top of the line getting leaks and stuff, and they still do occasionally. Um and I read them occasionally. Sometimes I'm interested in their reviews and sometimes I'm not. It just depends. Um but I'm not into reviews as much anyway. I like to just read them. I don't care as much about the score that they give them necessarily.
1: Right, it's it's kind of um, like re- it's it's just, just reading an opinion, and being right. like, whether
0: I agree with it or not is unimportant as long as they stated it well and you know made it known that hey, this is my opinion. You could you know you could love this game, or this is just in a subjective piece about what I felt about the game, and I'm fine with that. But like I remember back in the day, like 2012, and back in the day, but you know like five six years ago when they uh, that's when everybody first learned about or relatively, it was one of the bigger things that they had found. Not saying it wasn't on the internet at the time, but uh, Kingdom Hearts. 3d and that's all it was called at the time it wasn't called anything else it's called kingdom hearts 3d and i remember that this is one of those perfect examples of justin saying stuff before he really knew what was going on this was back when he was bad about that he said that that was going to be a full 3d remake of king Ke- of kingdom hearts on the 3ds and i was like justin the f- the original kingdom hearts in its this entirety well, no, he was saying, like, for the screen, because it's a 3D oh. screen for the 3DS. And I was like, Justin, I'm, I'll be real with you. I was like, this game would have to be catered made for the handheld. That game from the PS2, and I was like, if you just ported Kingdom Hearts over, it may run with a lot of tweaking, but why would they do that when they've been known to support handhelds with new games? And, of course, I was like, right. It came out to be Dream Drop Distance, whole new game, important to the actual story. It came out in
1: 2012?
0: Of, came out in 2013, I think. Oh, wow. Um But so 2011, 2012 was when I found out about it. But anyway, it's why I bought a 3DS. I loved it. Uh, So yeah, at that point, I did like reading gaming magazines, but it's more or less past now when they come in, I will briefly scan them to see if there's anything I'd want to read. And then I'll just kind of move on. Yeah. Um, Because A, we do this podcast. There's not as much I get from it. And because of how I am with reviews anyway, and I don't need them, I don't. Fiend for them, or I'm not saying that you fiend for them, anybody does, but I don't even really care about their input. I'll just scan them one day if I'm bored and it's like, I wonder what this, I wonder what people thought about this game.
1: Yeah, um, I used to have Nintendo Power as I was younger, too. I had a Um, feeling that
0: you would say that, see, because I never got Nintendo Power, but I was like, that seems like something that Seth and Saul
1: would have just gotten. Yeah, we, we did, um, it didn't last too long. Actually, you know what? Maybe we just bought them at like Books Mean or something. I don't remember because we had a good amount of them, but we had another game magazine subscription I just looked on Google I couldn't find it because uh, I can't remember what it was but uh yeah those were those were the jam when I was like 13 14 um so but not anymore
0: one that I used to do though I didn't read it too much was the official PlayStation magazine when they actually still made it physical I think that they still exist. I or, they it still exists I do those on as a disc they had some really tight posters in it that poster there, the Uncharted 3 and the Resistance uh, 3 poster, both came out of official PlayStation magazines, and huh. I had them framed because they're just really cool looking, and I love them.
1: There was a uh, demo disc in one of the PlayStation magazines. So I didn't that,
0: buy those, but I knew somebody who had them, and they'd normally give them to me when they were done reading it. Yeah. I was like,
1: woo! Well, this, this, this had the first Splinter Cell on it uh, for PS2. Man, also you remember had, the old PS2 demo disc they'd
0: send out all the time? Yeah. I, that's the first time I played Ico. Um, and a game called like Portal something.
1: There's a game and I can't think of the name of it, but there's a game where uh you play as like kids in a neighborhood. It was a really cartoony style game. And that game was super fun too. Portal
0: uh, Runner had like a woman and a and a and a lion on it, and it was a weird like never seen that puzzle game. game. It was it super
1: weird. But yeah, did not know what R three or L three was either. No. Granted, this was like when I was like, you know, eleven, twelve, whenever Just starting to kind of make your way onto the PlayStation. Right. I didn't know that no, I had a, I had a PlayStation 2 before I had an Xbox and I had this for two years and I did not know that there was that an L L3 three L3? a stick in. That's not something like I never played a game that had that. Yeah. Uh, so they're like I, and I remember getting to that part in the demo and I couldn't figure out. And then my friend was like, Click the stick in. I'm like, why? And that sounds like a like, button. Okay, whatever. That
0: sounds like Hannah's brother who came in the day and was like, I played like the first 13, 14 hours of Skyrim. He's like, I got all the way to the Thieves Guild and through the Thieves Guild without even knowing that I could sprint.
1: Oh yeah, because it's a it's like R one, isn't it's, it? I think it's L one, but L1. or one
0: of the two. It's it's more a shoulder button, uh, but I thought that was so funny. He's like, I don't know, I just didn't think you could. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, but yeah, like I, I definitely did not know that. But uh, let's hop into the main topic, which is something I've actually been wanting to cover for a while now, since it's a, it's fun, it's personal, and that's our biggest gaming pet peeves. Whether it's a Pet pee from a technical standpoint that keeps happening, whether it's uh, a game mechanic, whether it is something that a game does that is annoying to you, um, that, you that you just can't get over. And for me, th- this list was pil- miles and miles high that I had to actually trim down. We're going to be here all night long. I get really annoyed by certain <laughs> things in games to the point of where I would stop playing them because it was so annoying. Sure. Uh and it's a trend you know, that happens in other games. Did you want to start off, or did, would you like me no, to? No, go ahead, because I didn't have a
0: pre-made list when we were talking about it, and this one kind of sprung up because there wasn't anything else that we thought was very newsworthy no. to be topical about, so that's kind of how we, we do these topics oh, randomly.
1: Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, but if you, if you submitted a question and you did not get read, do not worry. Like I said, eventually we're going to have a readable message, a reader mail smorgasbord episode 2. And it's going to be nothing but the last part. Instead of having a, uh, a uh, topic, we're going to be talking about reader mail. And I'm going to put all these into a Google Keep, and we're going to get to those always. Something about the show I've been kind of wanting to change, and I, I meant to talk to Brett about it before, is like the reader mail. Uh, sometimes we just get a lot of responses like we did this week. And I don't want to exclude anybody, but I also don't want that part to drag on so long that people are just absolutely bored and ready to go. So. Don't worry, if you if you ever submit a question, we will always read it at one point, and we'll uh, post a tweet and let you guys know. But, as far as, one of my biggest pet peeves in games is either unskippable cutscenes.
0: <laughs> I should have known.
1: Yeah, I can't stand that. Monster Hunter is the worst about it. Monster Hunter irritates me, because if you forget to save, or if you die on a quest and you have to go back on the quest, you can't skip any of these cutscenes.
0: No, when you die on a quest and go back, you don't have to watch the cutscenes again.
1: Yes, you do. I've done it. I died on Zora Bagderos because I got like knocked off the level at like almost half HP. It killed me. So I, I died on um, I died
0: on pink. No, not pink Rathian. Yes, that's one not a of quest. them. Yeah, it is. That's a story quest that you see a cutscene for and everything. And I oh, went yeah, back to it, it and I didn't have to see the cutscene again. It is. And that also the reason I know that is because if you start a mission and you fail it. After watching the cutscene and come back out, people can join your quest next time without having to wait for you to watch the cutscenes again because well, you don't that's have because, to watch them that's again.
1: That's because, I'm thinking because you died. Because I died uh, on Zora Magnus' back. I got well, yeah, knocked off I and died then I got too. back and I had to watch the whole four-minute cutscene again. Maybe
0: it was something to do with that specific mission. And that, is, that sucks, but that's not happened
1: on normal missions for yeah. me. So. And like I there's there's and there's a lot of things I'd rather just see like a black loading screen for uh, so like
0: a perfect example is no The first cutscene that you see is him busting out of that thing. We didn't see that when me and you did it. We didn't see it when me and No, and no, did it. and that's
1: like that that is a good example. But I don't like it when games and like Monster Hunter had one or two. Um Metal Gear solid 4 I know that
0: you were gonna go there.
1: But I just I can't stand better than having
0: the story on weird little tapes.
1: I I guess you could argue that.
0: But <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, it's, hey, I'm just say, if you're going to throw even the smallest bit of shade at four, I'm going to throw...
1: I mean, I'm, four is good. I'm going to throw a little don't, shade don't, at five. Don't let, me, don't let me persuade you that four is not good because it's a good game. Um, but another thing I can't stand is that when there is dialogue and you can't even skip past the dialogue, especially when the dialogue is already displayed on screen. For some reason, that annoys me I because like, I've already read it. And I'm like, this is time-wasting. Can I skip this? Monster Hunter does that too. What
0: are you talking about? Where like they so, talk like, the when dialogue? When talk,
1: the dialogue is on screen. And then... You you can skip that on Monster Hunter you as have well. To, you have to spam X, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, but you can skip it. That's that's JRPGs. Well, well uh, Monster Hunter actually does something a little different than that, actually. Monster Hunter does it to where every time they speak, the dialogue doesn't auto-progress, so you have to press X. Oh. That's annoying to me. Well, see, but,
0: I don't mind that because if my daughter's talking to me or something like that. See, I guess that depends on like the, the situation. I like that because I hate it on certain games where it has, like, the automatic, like, if you wait three seconds or whatever, it goes ahead and moves on. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it, what see, was that?
1: See, for me, I don't normally have any kind of attractions. So, like, when I'm trying to, like. I'm trying to listen to dialogue and then I decide to like look over something to do something else while I'm listening and it stops. I'm like, I don't have to keep pressing X to hear you talk. Just talk. Um, but yeah, games, the, the Zelda games are pretty, are pretty bad about having dialogue boxes that are really slow in some points. Sure. Uh, Ocarina Time to start that game up, dude. I like games so, that choose. Yeah, like this, this the this starting cutscene of Ocarina Time of like Navi flying from the great uh, Deku tree into Kokiri village and meeting Link. That cutscene is like seven minutes long or something. You can't <laughs> skip it. Like, come on. I, I know it's it's there. It's like almost a fake loading screen. is a, a partial, too, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure that Probably. There. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not
0: sure the back end of that game. But, I'm, I mean, yeah, probably.
1: Another thing that irritates me, too, is artificial difficulty. Like, random killing, like, random things killing you just to make the game harder. Okay, right. you
0: had an example of that on a recent game. What was Neo. it?
1: Neo. Neo, there's a spot where you have no absolute idea that this thing will knock you off this ledge. Uh... A kind of good example is the bats. Like, you can kind of see that, where if you walk in front of the bat cave or whatever, and the bats fly out and knock you off, it's instant death. Do you remember that, Neo? I do. Okay, so that's that's one example. That's a little bit more foreseeable, because they're there chirping. Mm-hmm. There is a spot, though, that is, I don't remember the name of the level or anything. It's the one that has, like, a sandy, it's like a forest, or not a forest, a deserty, sandy area with, like, a big building in the middle. It's a very small area, but you can go down through catacombs in the bottom. Yeah. That is annoying because there is one particular part where you're walking on this bridge and a pole will shoot out and knock you off that bridge. Nothing warning you at all. You just have to be... Audio instant. cues at all? It, nope. You have to just be instantly, because I, I replayed it recently and I knew exactly what was going to happen. Okay,
0: so do you feel like the same is said of all, of like the enemies that hide in Bloodborne?
1: No, because half time, that's not instant death, unless you're just low on health. Okay. Now, this is instant death no matter what, because it knocks you off a ledge. Gotcha. Just like gotcha. the bats gotcha. do. The bats well, are the, instant The action
0: instant death, depending on where you're at. Well, I yeah, never got knocked. Locations. I got knocked off once for instant death. The rest of it was like when you're trying to go up a mountain, and then you fall down to where some of the... Right, they're like uh, the lower level levels yeah, are. Yeah. But
1: um, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of artificial difficulty. Like, a gang killing you for the sake of it being hard, randomly and unfairly, that's not fun. That's I, I could see uh, that. I could see that. that's not fun at all but another big one is uh, games with unnecessarily hard trophies like to get okay so a good example and this is what I was talking about I actually, I'll agree with you on this one well, we talked about this a lot no listen Wolfenstein who has to get the platinum you have to beat the game on For the, the second whole, Wolfenstein right? yeah okay. but you have to beat the game on the hardest difficulty with one save file and you can never die you, okay. have to, you have to sit there for 12 hours, only save once. No, I don't think you can save at all. You, yeah, that's right. You can't save it all. You have to start a game on a profile and then beat the game without saving. And you can't die at all. So you, there's no such thing as a practice run in that case. Because you literally go, I mean, unless you've beaten the game before, then even then, that's not necessarily a practice run. You're on the hardest difficulty. Yeah,
0: that's insane. Because that's like one nuts. of the games that when you said that made me think about that, and I actually thought it was cool, even though I did, I was like it's still just a little too much, was uh, the Dead Space games where you you got to play through the entire game with only three saves. Now, anytime you die, you'll automatically go back to that last save. I forgot And about you get that. to choose where you save. So you got to be strategic about where you save so that if you die, say you know you're coming to a hard part. Save right there. Right. for like your first like try and push past parts as even if you know they're a little hard to get to a point where it's more strategic for you to place a save. That way you can slowly inch your way up through the game. You and have to beat the a, whole game like that. And I remember that's really that crazy. Yeah. Just like and I mean it's funny because I see some people do it. Maybe it's just because of the way I do it with Dishonored, but like the Dishonored games are so hard to platinum because you have to play through the entire game without killing anybody. And then there's one we have to play through this, and you can the the argument's made you can do it in one playthrough, but it's extremely hard to go through an entire playthrough with nobody seeing you and not killing anybody.
1: Yeah, that's insanity. That's, where, that's that's that's. I don't know if I'd ever get that done, and if I did, I'd have the patience of a saint, and I don't.
0: Yeah, so I mean that's one of those things. that's like, man, how do people get these platinums? But people do it. No, don't. Worry. Oh people, no, yeah. there's a
1: wheel. There's a way. People will get platinum. I still, for th- any game. I still think Monster Hunter is at zero percent right now. I don't think anybody probably. It. I haven't even looked at the trophy list, but I'm sure it's insane. I, I I glanced at it. Not all the hidden ones, but I glanced at it, and there's one that is Monster Hunter PhD or whatever, and it's research every single thing about every single monster.
0: Which just means get all and leveled up to
1: the highest. Yeah, level. that's 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 one, a though. lot though. That is a lot. <laughs> Uh, because we probably haven't seen, what, five or six, and we're 60, 70 hours in. I know people have already had, like...
0: You have to get every monster, and then you have to track their stuff enough to level up. To level uh, up 100%. Man, that's insane. That's that's a lot. But, see, it's one of those things where I guess it just kind of depends, because there are games with even more ridiculous Platinum. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, so, like, off of yours, My Pet Peeve, and, like, it ties into yours, and it basically is yours, but we've talked about it before, but just in case you're a newer listener and haven't heard it, it's games that have... Trophies that are linked to online things that are not inherently online games, Uh, like Mod Nation Racers, per example. And and it's a weird thing. I talked about this the other day. Because of the genre it sits in, which is that play, create, share, share mantra, not having any trophy related to that would be a little weird, I guess. Yeah. But not only is there a trophy for having to have someone download, you have to create and upload and someone has to download one of each creation. So that's a car. It's, like, it's a hundred times. That's a car, a track and a, and a, and a racer. Each one of those has to be like 20 times each, right? That's already bad enough. But on top of that, you have to get your creator level up to level 50. And then guess what? It's glitched. So it doesn't, as uh, soon as you get to where it, it is the right amount for that experience, uh, it's level 50 and then it's a 250 experience. So you get to level 51st and 250,000 experience comes later. But when you get to 250,000 or whatever the number is, um, it doesn't click instantly. So you have to keep pushing back until finally the game is like, oh man, you're over this amount. Bam, now we're going to click. That's super annoying, um, and that t- and now going back to yours a little more, which is still, I guess my my complaint as a whole is any trophy that has to have you rely on someone else, right? And we've used that we, I've used that terminology deal before with Destiny because mainly, like Destiny, yeah. the Flawless Raider, I should be able to go through an entire de- uh, raid as long
1: as it's dependent on you. As long
0: as I don't die throughout the entire raid, yeah. no, regardless of who I'm in and who I am, I should be able to get that trophy. But here's a real gaming pet peeve that ties into trophies glitch trophies in general yeah Shadow of the colossus there's a trophy for the eighth colossi which is the one who like stands who crawls yeah. up on the building to shoot his legs and he'll fall down uh and you have to kill him my favorite one, actually before he stands back before he rolls back over okay that's not that bad it's kind of hard it's to do not but it's but tricky here's the thing did it right on my new game plus roll through because i didn't know that that was a trophy the first time anyway so i didn't try it until my new game plus roll through i did it on new game plus right you get the trophy so I was like, what the hell?
1: You know what? Actually, you, you're saying this. I just now realized that I was supposed to get a trophy for something I did not get. I beat the knight
0: without breaking, without his, breaking
1: bracelet. his bracelet. I got that trophy. one. I just now realized yeah, that. Yeah, I got that one. That took me like 20 so minutes. That's my point.
0: It's one of those weird things where it's like, I hate when games do that because then I don't know if it may be because it was time trial. I went back and time trialed him because I had to anyway, right? Right. In the time trial, I beat him without him rolling back over like that. Which was hard because no, the the time night, trial controls how much stamina and stuff you have. The knight and bracelets is not a time trial, though, right? No, I mean, none of that's. You can do that in time trial if you
1: can. No, no I'm talking about the trophies. Oh, no, the trophies
0: aren't tied to I didn't time think trial. So, so yeah, I But time trial, you may not even be able to get the trophies in. That may be like a weird thing.
1: Uh, but... Uh, I, I specifically beat him in non time trial because that's how I used to beat him. It's fun. You get on the edge of his sword, that's the that very end of it. Do you use the sword you, throw? Yeah, then when he lifts it back <laughs> up, you let go and you just aim it and then you land on the back of his. You neck. know what I did? Huh.
0: I jumped on the sword and then got to the base of the sword, jumped on his leg plate, and then jumped onto his, above his wrist. Like, it's real hard to do, and you do it in one motion, because actually, he keeps his arm down for a second. And when yeah. he does that, you can jump over, and when it's still down, you can jump across and land on the fur above the collar.
1: I did something like that on an accident. Uh, the fourth one that you have to kind of trick to get it uh, to look mm-hmm, at under, mm-hmm. I actually ran up to him, and I jumped off aggro onto his back leg and grabbed it. Oh, that's pretty cool I did not know you could do that I don't know I don't know if you could do that In the first game Maybe not But did you know but That you can cool. climb the tendrils On his face I've never done it that way I, I saw those as gripping surfaces When I was when I was up on his back And I was like How do you I was, I was he, like is, I guess you have to go back To the hole And jump out And grab it mm-hmm. from inside the hole Which
0: is And it puts you right At the sigil But
1: Yeah that's sure That's super um, weird
0: But Anyway We don't need to talk too much About yeah, shadow clauses We're but, just We're going I'm, off uh, But okay So So you have yours Okay are, Do you have any more Of your lists? A little bit, but yeah, you go ahead. Okay, well, I'll just interject a few of mine. So, yeah, Glitch Trophies is a big one because this actually ties into, inadvertently, me answering a uh, a reader mail, if I'm not mistaken. There was a reader mail by someone who was saying, is oh, there yeah. any... Oh, it was Liam. It was Liam, He yeah. was asking, based off the Discord chat, if there's any Platinums that I don't have that I wish I did or could go back to do or whatever.
1: Uh, no, no, he says, do you wish there was a game that had a Platinum that doesn't. I mean, that does, doesn't have a Platinum that you wish had.
0: No. Hold did you up.
1: misread that, or did I
0: misread that? I think you did, but it doesn't matter. Sort of based on Discord chat. What are the games you guys wish you had the platinum for, but still? Remains uh, out of reach? I misread that. Okay, Ring so comprehension. That's why you're cooler than me. My number one. <laughs> that's true. My number one is uh, just because of how long it's been, and I still don't have it, even though I should have already gotten it. Partly, partially, my fault uh, that I still don't have it. Uh, it's infamous too because it glitched on me, even though I beat the whole game on hard. I did not get the trophy for hard, which in turn led me to not even care about doing the. Uh, online uh, user generated content right trophies which are the only trophies i have left for the game uh but i got mad and i was like screw this i'm not doing it again i just played this game twice all the way through and i was, I was mad about it uh then i went back about two years ago now uh and was like i just feel like playing infamous 2 again because i love the game right right and i went back and i played it i played the whole thing on normal just because in my mind i was like i'm only going back to play this because i love the game and then i beat it and literally as
1: soon as i beat it i was like I could have beat it on hard, yeah. And I was like, "Well, too late now." So to I'm- answer that question, I wish Dark Souls two and three. I wish I had those platinums. Like, ah, dude, there's so much time to invest in those games, and so many little things you have to do for side quests yeah. that you can mess up.
0: So the Discord chat that that was based off of was actually me him talking, me and him talking about Nier, Nier. and drink. Yeah, he Guard. got that platinum. Yeah, he did quick. He's That's like real quick into it. So, I now he's basically got me all up in my feels. I got to go back and and platinum near just so I can prove him, prove to him that I can do it. And that was so the reasoning for me wanting to go back and do it though, and I've been wanting it for a long time is because I actually grinded out the platinum for near automata. And I feel bad that I suggest for so many people play. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's personal guilt, it's not just like anybody else saying anything. But you know, when when you recommend a game a lot. You feel like you should be like the master of that game somehow, some way. I guess a little bit. Yeah. Like you feel like that should, that game should embody you. And I guess like me telling people to play Nier Automata, I'm fine with because I'm like I play that plan game. Them. That game is me. I've got that. That's game. how I feel about
1: the Dark Souls series. Dude. See, I mean, I'm wearing the appropriate shirt and everything. Like, yeah. So, but I, that's the thing those. with near one is
0: I was like, well, why don't I have it near one? I played near one forever ago, and I'm close. But I just haven't done it now, Dragon Guard three, I also recommend a lot, and I'm you know I've got quite a bit for Dragon Guard three to do trophy wise, but those are some that are definitely for me, but man, definitely gonna be that i I hate glitz trophies. it's just a huge deal for me um so let's see, I'm thinking of a couple more one of the ones that came up very recently uh that I never even knew would be a pet peeve until I experienced it because I've never seen it in any other game and I think it's such a weird thing to do is in the dot hack GU remake and this is true of the original too, i I'm just I wish I mean I know they couldn't have done it because they're just doing an HD remaster, but do you remember what I was talking about in that game, dialogue is said and there is absolutely no lip movement. No lip movement. Yeah. Not even like the crappy like, I'm just gonna do like the Kingdom Hearts one a mouth texture that changes to make it look like I'm opening and closing my mouth, which would have been better.
1: There's a game like that. I've never Dark Souls. Ever I think seen every that. Dark Souls and Bloodborne game does that. I think Bloodborne, every single.
0: Okay, but games that aren't focused on cutscenes with a lot of dialogue. Yeah, that's true. Necessarily, because but if... I think you are right because I don't remember the doll ever having her lips move. But you don't. The camera's not like hard panned in on them. The only time in the Dot Hack games that you
1: see lip movement is a very few cut scenes that are actually completely computer generated because I know in Dark Souls their lips don't move unless I'm missing an NPC that does I don't think I've ever seen an NPC's lips move yeah and I mean and so I think a difference of experience right. uh,
0: where Bloodborne and all those games are games that you are playing for the world and the way that it tells the stories through the world is right not, not through that. the dialogue of the uh, world yeah, so in since, most cases so yeah, that's a good example. I am wrong in saying that no other game has done it because I'm 99 percent sure we're right, you're right. On I don't that think one. I don't think any uh, other games
1: though other than that that we've played.
0: Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like maybe Dynasty Warriors, but I haven't played Dynasty Warriors
1: since PS2, no. so I don't care. Speaking of Dynasty Warriors, when a game comes out at full price and isn't optimized at all. Oh, is that the newest Dynasty Warriors, dude? Dynasty Warriors Nine on a PS4 Pro runs at less than 30 frames per second. On an oh. Xbox One X, it it averages 30.
0: And are they supposed to be 60 frames games or what?
1: Yeah, I mean, the PS2 ones were. like. Th- those, oh, I had no clue, Those, 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 those style- games, I'm
0: telling you, those games have been... Now, okay, a couple things. This one's going for a way different sandbox approach, right? A
1: little bit? I don't I don't care. There's big battles with big people. That needs sure. to be 60 frames.
0: Well, ar- be 60. arguably. Because actually, okay, this is going to sound weird. It's not a pet peeve, but this is something I just was like... You know what? I'm going to mention this in the podcast. When I was playing Shadow of the Colossus, right? I played the entire first playthrough in cinematic mode on play on the pro right because right. I'm like I just want to see what this game can look like look like visually the best it can not yeah not from the way it feels but like visually how striking can this game look right right I played it like that I was like man this game's beautiful right so whenever I'm going through for new game plus I'm like you know what screw it I'm gonna switch it on to performance mode see how I like it I actually feel like for that game. And people, those people I've heard all day long, 60 frames per second is always better. I'm like, honestly, for this game, it does not affect anything. None of the game is quick moving enough for it to matter. You're only fighting one enemy at a time, and you are slowly climbing them. And once you're on where you are, you're stabbing into an area.
1: I had it set to action mode with motion blur off,
0: and it's gorgeous that way. Performance mode, you mean? Performance mode, yeah. Okay, so here's my thing I mean, I like. Uh, I, I, I like, like motion blur. blur. I do. I know you. You're weird about it, um, but I think, I, I like here's it. one of the things. At least on my PS4, and my TV on 60 frames per second near the shrine, I had moments of screen tearing. Not
1: horrible. That's another pet peeve. <laughs> screen we'll tearing. We'll get into. Yeah, uh, Well, lack of VSync support, uh, more so in PC games. But yeah. Well, um, actually,
0: isn't there a is VSync? This just uh, a random thing. Isn't there VSync in Rainbow Six Siege randomly?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. That's super. That's a it weird is. thing to see. I think it. it, it it's because the actual. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the actual multiplayer is like 40 FPS. It's not even. It's not even 60. Uh, but I think you. Could, I think the only thing V-Sync actually affects is terrorist hunt and, uh, custom games. I think. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, I never had any kind of stuttering issues or even screen tearing issues or shadow. But I will say. That I did download The Witcher, the original Witcher, Enhanced yeah. Edition for PC, and I put the game at the highest settings and the lowest settings, and that that game, with no V-Sync support, is tearing so badly. On both? On both. Because my computer, I guess, is, is better, way better than what it should have ever ran on, so... I I'm I'm hitting sixty frames per second no matter what the settings are on. Can
0: you not change your settings to automatically be thirty?
1: That's V Sync. No well V Sync no, no, no. You can't V-Sync, put a limit cap on there, but V Sync is V Sync is when it matches, matches it to the frame refresh, rate of your TV. Yeah. No, the your refresh rate. rate yeah. 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 No, you can't cap your frame rate. You can't set your frame rate. That's so weird. It is. So I'm I can't play that game.
0: Like I told you, I'm pretty sure that's a game that's on the Dragon Age Origins, so that's the very first Dragon Age engine, which is so weird, because the other two games did not use that. They that used game also played engine. really, really weird. Too. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't a great game, but obviously you can see that The has become one of the best like, series. Uh, uh, really, the story of every game getting like noticeably bigger, uh, The Witcher 2 was like a huge jump, right? And The Witcher 3 was an even bigger jump, to, in terms of people liking it and the critical acclaim for it. Um, but back to gaming pet peeves, Saul. So, um, you got
1: any more? Uh, I'm still trying, I'm still in the realm
0: of trying to think of things that
1: really annoy me. Unskippable yet readable dialogue, unoptimized full release launched games uh, let's see unskippable cutscenes. I, I narrowed down this list because I have a lot of bacon in my head right now that i I was thinking about I um, was thinking about bad audio is one for me for sure. It's just very rare that a game I play actually has bad audio. Awesome. You know,
0: it's funny how many of these are trophy-related. You Basically, one of my pet peeves is when a game that obviously should have a platinum doesn't have a platinum. You were talking about that earlier, like games that we wished had platinum. Like, that's what you thought Liam's question was? That is a what? pet peeve of mine. There are so many games, I'm like, this game is too hard. to Or not, okay, I don't want to say too hard, but it's challenging enough and lengthy enough to 100% the trophy list. Why is there not a platinum? There
1: was a game we were talking about not too long ago that was uh, not a platinum. It didn't have a platinum.
0: Is it? Um, but it should. Is it gun? whatever? Dungeon? Into the Dungeon? No, that has a Platinum. Okay. (laughs) That's one of Blazes... I'll I'll throw one of Blazes out there is games that have... Like, games that don't have trophies for damn near anything.
1: Oh, no, dude. I don't think I've received. Uh, let me check real quick. I don't think I have a Salt, single trophy it, you see for that, game.
0: Was talking about that He's like, I've been playing the hell out of this game. He, he was over. I was playing Monster Hunter. I got a trophy for something. He goes, of course, you get a trophy for Monster Hunter. I've been playing End of the Gungeon for 27 hours and still don't have a single trophy. I, don't, I,
1: I mean, unless it's a, uh, I, okay, I on 9%, so obviously I have some trophies. Um, let's see. Spin Big at the Acquisitions Department. That's buying everything in there quit uh, the first chamber 55 times access the old the, the, the hidden dungeon. Sure. Open the shortcut. Okay. I'm going to go Complete into a real tutorial. weirdly wild one real quick. Kill by mimic. Uh,
0: and I've talked about this before. It's a preference. It's not necessarily a pet peeve, but it does come down to something I don't like. And like people talk about, all the time. there's certain games I will skip because of this. I am just not big at all on games that are, that are platformers. And I mean, like, at the core, they're more platformer than anything else. Right. That, and it's why people are like, we need to try Mario. I'm like, I just don't want to because it doesn't feel right to me. Is wonky, it's the same problem I have with Spyro, it's that really wonky 3D camera that happens when you have an open, free-moving 3D camera in a platformer. And it's just something about the way the world builds builds up and like the way you move around the world i like the way that a structured camera when done well and most games do do it well thankfully like knack and knack 2 a forced camera that gives you a perspective that makes the platforming i think visually my mind ties together better i don't like even on games that let you that i the few i've played that have a full 3d camera i normally set the camera in one spot and then I just do the spot real quick if my so, have to. So
1: even though you can use the right analog stick to control a camera in Mario, you don't like it? No, I hate it. That's so weird.
0: I hate it. I am much more likely to at least mildly enjoy my time with a Mario game if, if it's, it's a locked. 2D Mario. If it's two D uh, Mario game. There I don't think there is a three D Mario game that has a locked camera. Uh
1: technically sixty four. No, sixty four has free roam camera. Not in the traditional sense. The camera's locked on your back unless you move it. That's what I mean by locked camera.
0: Well, okay, but it still moves because you, you can use, but it the moves, seat, but it still seat. moves with you. But you can use a C stick, but that's, but that's not a, that's not a, set camera. See, I'm thinking oh, like, you mean like, yeah.
1: Del- like the first Devil May Cry? Sure, stuff
0: like that. Now, okay. Devil May Cry is weird because that's an action game. Right. But a platforming game where you're doing a lot of jumping on very specific things, okay, I if see you set you cameras in right, in right places, I like that. because and then Not saying the camera won't move with you occasionally, but for the most part, it's a static camera. It sets up a frame, a shot, you run through it. That's something that I always love. Uh, that's why I, I thought NAC2 did that perfectly. There was very few moments in that game. that I, I don't think there was any moments in that game where I thought the camera was bad. They paid attention and made sure that the camera felt right for every moment of gameplay. So Oh, I have a gaming pet peeve that comes from this conversation. When you're playing a game and when you're going one direction and then it has a static camera and the camera flips and then suddenly, even though you were holding a direction... The
1: controls invert. Monster Hunter does that. Oh my... God, I hate dude, that. Dude, when you're climbing See, down no, a Bible, no, a Monster Hunter, it, the second you, you you touch the right analog stick, you're automatically going the opposite way already. That's so
0: crazy. So, like, don't run. game. This is where I, I like. This is a shout-out moment. For games that when you're running and you go to a moment where the camera changes and as long as you don't let go of the control, it, stays it continues running. to now, go in that direction. I many, love that.
1: How many times have you instinctively let go to fix it because you think it's going to auto-rotate? Then you're gonna yep, reverse I've it done it. Run. I've yeah. done
0: it before. And... So that's a big pet peeve of mine. I cannot stand that, and that's one of the, that, that. I guess that is one of the few hangups yeah. of a static camera is that that can happen. I can't think of a single moment in Act Two where that happened. Thankfully, and maybe it's because I'm adapted to it. But man, I, you talk about getting mad. I'm pretty sure Early Know <clears throat> Cry
1: had a lot of those moments for me. 'Cause that, that game definitely with that camera. I mean, I love it, but like that, man, okay. that camera.
0: New new pet peeve too. It's funny thinking about this as we're kinda of rolling through. Uh, I'm not gonna just sit here and think forever though. This is gonna be one of my last ones. Uh and this I is actually specifically and related one of the it's funny, one of the the Colossae they always show and that people talk about and love fighting, blah, 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 is the third colossa the night. Um That's my least favorite, I think. Dude, I cannot stand him. And you wanna know why? Because it's his a, AI it's, is stupid as no, shit. Not,
1: I was gonna say Simon is AI because te- te- technically you could always get a down slam on the on the uh, the plate, but it, it it becomes a time sink because it you can't get him to do what you need him to do. Exactly, it's annoying. And you know what? It That's was, why he's my least. It him was him a, and the bird are my least favorite. The, with, the bird in the water, the bird not in the, the, the water, the bird in the desert. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind him because nope, he throws you off. You're uh, five
0: minutes later. You're back on him. No, not for me. He threw me off the of most recent time, but maybe it's just that. See, I don't remember on the previous play dudes if I've ever had issues with it, but this one in particular, I've done well. But my problem with the third dude, and definitely because like moving into how he's going to be set up for hard uh, hard mode time trials, which I'm going to have to do because of where his new sigils are and stuff. Yeah, his back um, and his...
1: It's on his ba- arm. His, I don't want to ba- spoil
0: too much. It's It's his
1: head. It's his head, it's his tummy, and his back arm, and then his other back arm. No, it's just one. One arm.
0: On hard mode. Yeah, it's uh, the head, What's tummy, and the added arm. sigil then? That's the, that's the one. That's not in hard mode. The one on his arm is not there. It's you just mean the a, one in normal mode? The normal mode, it's just stomach and head.
1: Okay, so it's on the opposite arm. Because I'm playing hard mode, and that's how I beat him. I thought that one was always there. Nope. I thought the, the nope, new one That one, one was, right there is specifically hard mode. That's a hard hard one to mode. get to, so that's probably why yeah. I had trouble with so it.
0: So anyway, my point being is that uh, with him, and I had, when I was trying to get that trophy,
1: yeah, I could not even get him to swing at me. You have to stand on the plate. Weirdly enough, like- no, no, I
0: did that. Wouldn't swing at me, oh. right? He'd start walking to me, and he'd walk over me when I stood there. He'd walk right exactly where I am, and, and then, then try to kick and then put and then do this movement a down, with the sword, the down and, and he wouldn't even put it onto the plate. It'd be under the dirt, and yep. I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" And I, <laughs> I swear, I've had blood pressure issues lately, <laughs> which is related to all my stress stuff from work, but. I mean, dude, today, whenever I was playing on hard and I couldn't even get him to throw the sword down for me to get onto him, I was like, what are you
1: doing? Yeah.
0: I was just yelling at it and I was so mad because then the one time he did it, right, I didn't expect him to do it. He
1: probably Wasn't even
0: like, and he did it quick. I was like, is the animation sped up? What the hell happened? He throws it down. I'm like, oh, God, I'm trying to get there real quick. Get on the sword. And even though I'm holding R two, and I was like, "Well, it surely it'll, it'll grab too me," far. and it just, I just failed yep. completely. I was, that happened a lot to me too. And it took every bit of me not to just or, stop playing. But well, what's
1: so annoying is when you already have a bracelet broke or something, and then he hits the plate again because mm-hmm. then it just bounces, and you're like, "Well, that was a waste of time." Yeah, now now I can't even get that's on. my least favorite But colossus. that's
0: that stems back into. That whole game is AI oriented, and it's about the AI doing what you need it to do based off of what you're supposed to do to trigger the AI, right? right? And that's part of like the fo- the, the fourth one that you're talking about, where you got to get yeah. them to do the thing. I'm not going to completely talk about it uh, for those who haven't necessarily, but I say that much. but anyway, yeah, the one with the four graves. Uh, when you're doing that one, that's the that's like the aha moment. It's so cool in that. But he always does it, even if the animation takes a little longer. Like, not even he, the animation he takes forever. He to does. Go He's there, slow. Though. He's Unless slow. Unless they but spat him up in the new one, I remember he will one.
1: do it. Yeah, the PS2 when he was 10 minutes in, he finally got the
0: first time I did the time trial for the third Colossile in normal mode, three minutes before he ever swung at me. And I was mad as all hell. Because you get nine minutes to fight him, right? Right. And it took him three can, minutes to I don't even know if I swing. I that game in
1: time trial. Mode. I was
0: so mad. I was like, this is ridiculous. No, I'm wrong. I got it on the right. first try, actually. It was three minutes. I thought I missed it. But I, I beat him in like 845, and I was like, this is ridiculous. It shouldn't have been that close. Um, but yeah, that's one of those things is when AI just doesn't quite work the way you want it to. There's a weird immersion-breaking one. This will be my last one. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to lead in. This is the last one, and don't get me wrong. It doesn't just kill me, but it is something that I wish that we could get to a point in which AI was smart enough to try and work around this a little bit, and I get that they do it to not hinder the player who doesn't have control over the AI partner. This is where AI partners come in to be an issue, and while people are kind of worried about God of War, even though if stealth is not a part of God of War, then you don't have to really worry about it. But Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, dude, that, playing that game. There is nothing more immersion breaking than when you're down. Definitely when you're in the the subway, underground, a very early game. Well, all them clickers and they're and Tess and Ellie are just running around, and you're like, so you're annoying. like, woman, I'm trying to hide, and you just literally ran in front of one. Dude, of that
1: them. game, that that on whatever the second hardest difficulty is, the the no HUD. Yeah, that's that part, the subway part, and then the um, ending. I'm gonna say much because people may be playing it for the first time. But there's an ending part where you have Ellie in a snowy area mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, annoying. Mm-hmm, yep. But speaking of AI, my, my my last one too, uh, since we'll just wrap this up, is is AI that talks too much in games.
0: Okay. This this stems off of a little Dragon's bit Dogma. Dragon's Dogma and even what you thought was going to be an issue early in, oh, in Monster, Monster Hunter. In the
1: first like hour, two hours that you're being kind of handheld to learn the game, that commander, captain, whoever he is again, that dude is so annoying. It's not the commander, but whatever he is. yeah, thinks he's, he's a, I, a
0: captain. I think
1: that's right, or something but like that. But Dragon's Dogma, uh, Ryan's going to hate me, but they just wouldn't shut up. They wouldn't stop talking. They wouldn't stop cheering you on. Don't hey Ryan, don't be mad. Persona Five has it too. I love love Persona Five, but I can't tell you how many times I've heard that's a good shot, Joker, or that's a good hit, Joker, or something something Joker. The same line repeated a hundred times by. Uh, oh no, not Teddy because that's Persona Four. I can't think of his name. Starts with the M. Anyway, I don't cat. know, but
0: tying off of that, I have one. Continue. All right, I
1: was gonna say, and then and walking, it will
0: actually be my last one. So, I don't-
1: walking through open world games like Skyrim, and keep hearing. Uh, what did somebody steal your sweet roll or something like that there's a mod for skyrim that i absolutely love and it turns that crap off it's called like realistic conversations or something in which you could walk by somebody and they won't just talk to you i can't stand that in in games like skyrim and oblivion where you walk by someone they look at you and go, oh that doesn't happen in real life like yes what do you want like hello and then you like you walk by somebody by like, the nine divine yeah like no don't talk to me i don't know you
0: Sometimes I like it, but it's only when it's a character that you can tell they're coming. Like, that's part of their personality. Like, they're crazy. They're the crazy guy in town who runs around and, like, just talks to people and be like, you have to understand the end is coming. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't like, mind that, but I hate
1: when it's like. Normal civilians walking around. And be
0: like, huh, my dad works at the coal mines. Yeah, like, they can have. Like, woman, I didn't ask you about like, your
1: dad. I like the conversations <laughs> and stuff in between them. That's realistic and stuff, and that's immer- that has good immersion. But when I'm walking in, like, somebody stops and they do that weird Skyrim, the. <laughs> they they turn their whole entire off half to Skyrim's not as you. bad,
0: but Oblivion, where they're like Lewis and they go...
1: Yeah, and then they... Yeah.
0: Have you seen the guy on YouTube who recreates it. him?
1: It's so good. <laughs> With the apple eating the, it all. Why won't you die? <laughs> yeah, that, that dude's funny. But, oh, man, it's great. But what was your last okay, one?
0: Okay, so mine actually ties off of yours, so it's not going to be... A, it's going to be an extension of yours. Uh, it's just generally repeating and too commonly and too quickly like spaced repeating dialogue. JRPGs uh, are the worst. and Exactly. And the number one offender... Do you, can you guess? Kingdom Hearts? Which one? Two. What line? Oh, no. Because as soon as I say it, you're going to be like, I oh, my know, God. I don't know Like, why. you probably forced it out of memory because no, it's I that have. annoying. Because it's
1: Goofy who says nope. it. No, 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 no. It's... Uh, is it Donald?
0: Nope. It's Phil in the Colosseum.
1: And it's Jump on the Hydra's <laughs> back! <laughs> yes, jump on the Hydra's back. And he back. says it every, every three five seconds.
0: Like f- three to five seconds. It is the most horrifying thing. I hate that part of that game. And it's an otherwise awesome part. Yeah,
1: I'll say Colosseum is, is. It's an otherwise
0: that? awesome part. But dude, that fight, I have never wanted to just punch a TV near, definitely when I was young. And like, you remember I was telling you, I was going through my hard playthrough and when I fought Cerberus, yeah. that's where I, I stopped. In that because that Cerberus part I think happens before right after it's been a while since I played two actually, um and and got to there into but oh my god, dude. I will kill every I, if there were random people for me to kill in Kingdom Hearts in that moment, I would do it just out of sheer anger. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. That is the worst. Yeah. I love that actually most of the uh the Yoko Taro JRPGs do not have random dialogue no, that's repeated. That's, and that's I, a, I love, love that.
1: I, the only random dialogue of any kind is Emil driving around. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I and couldn't think of his name.
0: And that's more quirky and right. right yeah, but that's, dude, that's forgiving, though. Throughout like, that entire boss fight, and it's funny, you'll be getting on his back, and until you get all the way to the head, jump on the Hydra's back! Yep. And you'll be like, oh, trust me.
1: Phil, uh, fake Danny DeVito, <laughs> I will choke the line. Yeah, down. that's not real Danny DeVito's voice. They, no way. <laughs> hey, it's a pretty good impression. I'll not, give him no, that. No, it's not. You can tell it's not Danny it's DeVito. It's good enough, though. Um, But yeah, so... Alright, so well, I guess that it.
0: wraps it up. This is an interesting episode it's because, dumb. as you can tell, I wasn't prepared. I didn't know if this was going to be the the topic. Whenever I was, I like these kind of style. I like news. This style, though. but just Casual. slowly thinking about these things. Like, see, that you goes kinda... to show you. I've repressed the jump on the hydra's back because yeah. I hate it, what and it, I... it almost makes me want to turn. Like, it makes me not want to ever play Kingdom Hearts again. Because if, you, I leave, if you leave
1: your phone around me too long, I'm gonna put that as your ringtone
0: <laughs> and then call me.
1: Right, <laughs> but. Oh man! All right. Well, Saul, uh, no last words, right? No, that's just about it. You guys know where to find us on Twitter, and if you don't, it's Triangle S Q R D. Yep. We have a new episode every Monday at 10 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. And no, nope, uh, backwards. No, it's oh, he Brett did it to me. <laughs> boy, boy, boy! He All right, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So if you guys like this, be sure to leave a like on the video. Get in the comments. Get creative with this comment. Let us know what you thought. Tell us anything that annoys you in video games. We've
0: had, yeah, I would definitely like to hear some of people's annoying things. So I know that I'm brain farting on a lot right now, uh, but I know there's some stuff. I'm going to ask the people in the Discord chat just to see what their yeah, answers are. I mean,
1: And as always, if you listen to us on a podcast service that has a review system, rate us. Don't care if it's a one star, a three star, a five star. Let us know, know we're doing well, good. and it gets us up there and in case you do like us. Yeah, if, if it's a bad rating, let us know why. If it's a bad comment, let us know why. And we've
0: had a lot of feedback lately. Some of the things we want to do are slower to implement. And yeah. we are working on that. Timestamps is something time that we should have on this be episode. Coming. Yeah.
1: So by the time you hear this, you've already found out there's timestamps and you clicked on them. So. Yeah, there you go. All thank right, well, guys. saw
0: until next week, thank you for joining me. And this has been Triangle Squared. Thank you, guys.